The price of gasoline is way, way too high and is wrecking our economy. That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. The price of gasoline is way, way too high. You know it and I know it. But the dirty little secret that they're not telling you on the network news is that the Democrats are causing it intentionally. That's my first point. The second point that I'm going to make in this episode of the podcast is that it is wrecking our economy. It is the price of gasoline that's driving inflation. So, let's get to it. The price of gasoline is way, way higher than it should be. You know it and I know it and it hurts all of us. We all know it, right? The humorist Will Rogers said, everybody complains about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. And that was meant as a joke. Well, gasoline prices are kind of that same way. Everybody complains about it, but nobody's doing anything about it. I love what Biden said in a press conference. He said, I'm going to make gas prices and inflation my number one priority. That's like me saying, I'm going to make becoming a millionaire my number one priority. I have no idea how to make it happen. There are no steps that I plan to make to become a millionaire. But I'm going to make it my number one priority. See, when Biden says that, you know, that's just a throwaway line to pander to the people who don't know any better. I'm going to make it my number one priority. That means nothing. Absolutely nothing. When he says, I'm going to make it my top priority, oh well. But see, I believe that the Democrats are intentionally forcing the price of gas higher and higher and higher because it's part of the Green Energy Initiative. The reduction and eventual elimination of fossil fuels because they're causing climate change. This is the whole reason they're driving the price of gas up. And the, the argument that you hear out of the Democrats, and as I have said many times before, the national news media, the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, is saying just what they're told to say by the Democrat leadership who is the ones they trust the Democrat leadership is saying, blame the war in Ukraine for high gas prices. Blame all the shutdowns during COVID for high gas prices. This is why gas prices are high. Blame supply chain issues. Blame anything other than our green energy initiatives which is what's actually driving the cost up. And what you hear the news media say, again, as the mouthpiece of the Democrat Party, the president doesn't control gas prices. The hell he doesn't. Of course he does. Now, he doesn't set the price of gasoline. There are many factors that go into the price of gasoline. But one of the big factors that goes into the price of gasoline is the same fundamental things that go into the price of everything. 
It's all about supply and demand. When supply is high and demand is low, the prices go down. When supply is low and demand is high, then the prices go up. It's simple. It is the very basic economic principle that drives everything that has to do with buying and selling. If you have something that is a very, very rare commodity, you can ask whatever price you want for it. And the people who want it will pay it. No, the president doesn't set gas prices. But he does make it harder to increase supply. And here's what he does. Here's part of the, the green initiatives. Now, this didn't start with Biden or the Biden administration. This started, really kind of started, with Al Gore. When he first started really, really pushing as a national mouthpiece and a national spokesman against climate change. Fossil fuels, burning fossil fuels causes climate change. That's what they're saying. So part of this green initiative is to get rid of fossil fuels altogether. Because anytime you burn a fossil fuel and fossil fuels, for those keeping score at home, coal and oil, crude oil, black gold, Texas tea. When you burn it, it causes emissions that all the green energy nuts are saying is destroying the planet. And it's not only destroying planet, it's causing species to go extinct. I read somewhere on the internet that, that one, of these, one of these kooks came out with this uh, statistic that in the next 20 years, in the next 50 years, if nothing is done to change things as they are, a million species will go extinct. How is that even possible? You are insane to make that kind of a statement. But the climate change nuts and the people that follow the climate change nuts will agree with it and say, oh my God, we're causing a million species to go extinct. No, we're not. No, we're not. But anyway, it's part of the Green Initiative. Well, part of the Green Initiative to get rid of fossil fuel is to make it so expensive that only rich people can afford it. And one of the reasons that they're doing it, and it was really, really pushed under Obama, that gasoline was $4 a gallon when Obama was president. It went down to $2 a gallon while Trump was president immediately started going up almost the day after inauguration of Joe Biden. And here's why. There was a spokesman for Obama who was on one of the Sunday morning shows, uh, Face the Nation, Meet the Press, something like that, who said, when asked, what is President Obama doing about the high cost of gasoline? This spokesman gave the most honest answer I've ever heard come out of a Democrat politician. He said, the president is not doing anything to make gas prices go down. Gasoline needs to be at $4 a gallon. Hopefully it goes to $5 a gallon. Because right now, electric vehicles cannot compete in the marketplace with gasoline vehicles. Electric vehicles are so expensive that nobody can afford to buy them. 
If we want electric vehicles to replace gasoline vehicles, we have to make the cost of gasoline so astronomically expensive that you can't afford to not buy an electric car. That was their plan all along. That was completely the plan. To get rid of the smoke-belching, gasoline-burning, diesel-fuel-burning cars off of our roads, we have to make the price go up so much that it's cheaper to buy an electric vehicle than it is to buy a gasoline vehicle. And a spokesman for Obama said, we hope it goes to $5 a gallon. Again, the argument from the left is the president doesn't control gas prices. How did he make it go to $4 a gallon? Well, when Biden got into office, because Biden is just a doddering old man who has no idea what's going on. The people he put in charge to make decisions were the same bunch of people who made horrible decisions under Obama. It's the same cast of characters. They made bad decisions under Obama. They're making bad decisions under Biden. Well, part of the decisions that they make is we restrict drilling. You want prices to go up, you got to reduce supply. See, under Trump, we were drilling so much oil domestically that there were tankers sitting off the coast of America full of Arabian oil and nowhere to put it because there was already so much oil at the refineries. Supply was up, price went down. When Biden got in, he immediately started caving and kowtowing to the environmentalist who said, Oh my goodness, you are killing us all by allowing drilling on public lands. Now Biden's counter for that is, Oh no, there are just as many permits as there ever was. Well, no, there's not. No, there's not. It's a lie to cover up the fact that he is intentionally trying to make gasoline prices go as high as they possibly can. Because it's all part of the green initiative. It's all part of the war on fossil fuels that the Democrats launched decades ago. You want to get rid of fossil fuels. You got to make it so expensive that people can't afford to buy it. And that's all well and good. I'm no big fan of fossil fuels myself. I'm really not. But when you drive the cost of gasoline and petroleum to the point that it is now, it destroys the U.S. economy. Because we are in a petroleum-based economy, like it or not, the cost of oil drives the cost of everything else. And I've, I've even heard the Democrats making the argument, well, it's a global economy. Countries all over the world are suffering just like we're suffering. The United States of America drives the global economy. When America does well, everybody does well. When America is suffering, everybody is suffering. That's the truth. Which brings us to point number two. The high cost of gasoline is wrecking 
the U.S. economy. And I don't see how the economic advisors can ignore it and pretend that it's not happening. But they are. Of course, the price of petroleum drives our economy. It does. You can't just ban it. You can't just push the price so completely out of reach that you either drive an electric vehicle or you walk. You can't do that without destroying the U.S. economy. See, here's another thing about petroleum that people don't understand. Every piece of plastic has petroleum in it. The little gray bag that they give you at Walmart has petroleum in it. Every piece of plastic packaging for every product you buy has petroleum in it. The vinyl trim pieces on the interior of your car have petroleum in them. It's not just gasoline. And saying that it's not just gasoline, it's also diesel fuel. Every product you buy at the grocery store was delivered to that grocery store by a truck that runs on diesel fuel. The cost of transportation goes up, the cost of everything you buy goes up. It's pretty simple economics. When gasoline goes up, when diesel fuel goes up, the cost of everything that got delivered to the store by truck goes up. Everything. And it's destroying our economy. Well, see, they can't come out and say, our decision was to raise gas prices. Because that makes them look bad. Even though it was their decision to raise gas prices, to drive the price of gasoline as high as they can. They can't say that. But they did. So they can't say, we know, just like every American citizen knows, that when the price of gas goes up, the price of everything else goes up. It doesn't take a rocket scientist, it doesn't take a bachelor's degree in economics to figure that one out. The worst economy since the Great Depression at the time was the four years of Jimmy Carter. See, Democrats make bad economic decisions. They just do. The war in Vietnam wasn't started by the Democrats, wasn't started by Truman, wasn't started by Eisenhower, wasn't started by JFK, but it was escalated by Lyndon Baines Johnson. Because Lyndon Johnson was on the board of directors of several defense contractors. He was major shareholders in a lot of different defense contractors. War is good for business. So Lyndon Johnson, I blame for our involvement in Vietnam. It caused a certain degree of economic problems, but a tremendous cultural shift and societal problems because LBJ just wanted to make money. But you don't hear people say that, but it's the truth. Jimmy Carter didn't cause high gas prices like Obama did and like Biden is currently doing. Not directly. 
See, at the time that Jimmy Carter was president, we were getting Middle East oil so cheap. It was cheaper to get it from the Middle East than it was to drill it in America. So American oil companies weren't drilling in America. They were drilling in Saudi Arabia and Iraq and Iran because it was still cheaper to drill it over there, pump it into a tanker, and ship it across the ocean to America than it was to drill it in America. That's how cheap we were buying oil. And the OPEC nations, the reason there are OPEC nations, is all the oil-producing Arabs got together and said, you know what, we need to be able to control supply and demand. We need to be able to control price. We need to form an economic union so that we can control supply and thereby control prices. But it was still cheaper to buy from them. What Jimmy Carter did was Jimmy Carter sided with the Israelis over the Palestinians to the point that it pissed off all the Arabs and they turned the valves off. Supply went down. Demand didn't stop. All of a sudden the price went up. And the price doubled almost overnight and sent the United States into economic chaos in the late 70s. Reagan came along, fixed it, patched everything up, and at least Bill Clinton, to his credit, had enough sense to not mess with success. The economic policies and the economic plans were working. The economy was thriving. And at least Bill Clinton, bless his heart, had enough sense not to monkey with it. So we didn't really get into a terrible economy until Obama came along. And because he was the first black president, nobody dares say Obama destroyed the economy of the United States, nearly destroyed, and sent us into a worse recession than Jimmy Carter did. And his became the worst recession since 1929. And the reason it took us nearly the entire eight years of Obama's presidency to pull out of this recession is because he kept gas prices high with his war on fossil fuels. Within the power generation industry, it is referred to as the war on coal. When Obama said, we're going to shut down all the coal plants. All the coal mines in West Virginia started shutting down. All the West Virginians started moving down here. Well, they had been moving down here. But anyway, Clinton had started it. Obama escalated it. We need to stop building coal-fired plants to make electricity. Well, we can't use nuclear either because, you know, it's nuclear. So, how are you going to make electricity, dude? There isn't enough open land in America to replace all these power plants with solar panels. You still need power plants. Well, if everybody starts driving electric cars, right now there is literally not enough electricity on the grid if everybody went to electric vehicles tomorrow. There's not enough electricity on the grid to supply it because all the coal plants started shutting down. But that was coal. That was a different fossil fuel. But he kept the price of gasoline high, and the economy took a full eight years to recover. And I remember when Trump was being criticized 
for campaigning from the White House. When Obama was campaigning for Hillary from the White House, Obama made this statement. Donald Trump does not have a magic wand to fix this economy, which told me two things. Number one, Obama admitted there's still a problem. And number two, also admitted he has no way to do it. He has no clue how to fix it. And didn't think Trump could either. Well, within six months, Trump turned it around. Gasoline went to $2 a gallon. Stock market went through the roof. Everybody had a job. Wages were going up. And the Democrats went berserk and pulled out all the stops and tried to accuse him of everything in the world because the one thing they could not run against Trump on was a bad economy because Trump had fixed Obama's bad economy. But somehow, the Democrats and the news media convinced the American public that Trump was a misogynist, a racist, you name it, they called him that. Because all they had left was name calling. Because they couldn't fault the Trump economy. They couldn't. Still can't. Well, Obama gets in, or excuse me, Biden gets in. Well, he replaces all the people that got let go from the Obama administration put them right back in power, and they went right back to making the same horrible economic decisions that they made under Obama. Have you heard the latest one? Here's what they're going to do to curb inflation. Now, inflation is a direct result of gasoline prices, period. It is. But here's how they're going to fix inflation. They're going to raise the lending rate from the Federal Reserve. They're raising interest rates on borrowed money. Well, when the Fed raises its rates, all the banks raise their rates because the banks follow the Fed. So check out the reasoning behind this one. The best way to curb high prices is to make it harder for you to borrow money, to make the price of your mortgage go up, to make the price of your credit cards go up, to make the price of your bank fees go up. This is their plan to curb inflation because inflation is obviously caused by you and I spending too much. So we're going to make it harder for you to get money and harder for you to borrow money as a way to curb inflation. Tell me how much economic sense that makes. This is the Obama plan. And now it's the Biden plan. It ruined the economy in 2008 and 2009 and 2010 and 2011. And now Biden, with those same advisors that Obama had, are sending us right down the very same road. They make horrible economic decisions. They believe that gasoline prices need to be as high as possible because how else will electric vehicles compete with gasoline vehicles? So my two points, just to recap. Gasoline is intentionally at 4 and $5 a gallon and up, depending on what state of the union you live in. Because of 
Biden's policies and the green energy fanatics. They're intentionally driving the price of gas up. And point number two, as long as the price of gasoline and crude oil is as high as it is, inflation will continue to go up until something breaks. And that's the podcast for today. I said I wouldn't get political, but these people are driving me crazy. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like it, share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, tell all your friends about it. If you like it, probably your friends will too. But I do appreciate you listening. I do appreciate you downloading. Because if nobody listened, there'd be no point. But thanks again. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.